Okay. <clears throat> As Colin said, I am um, currently in a two-year teacher training for um, Mindfulness Meditator Teacher Certification Program, MMTCP, through Jack Cornfield and Tara Brock are the, the main teachers. And my mentor is um, <clears throat> Karen Griffin, who is, um, teaches uh, Buddhism and the 12 Steps. And it's kind of <laughs> synchronicity how I, he got to be my teacher and I love it. And so um, <clears throat> it's been a very, very meaningful, very, very transformative experience. I'm um, a year and a half into the program. So um, it's <clears throat> very thorough, intense, <laughs> and it's a great time to be doing it actually during this pandemic. You know, you're at home anyway, and a lot of reading, journaling, meditating. So, anyway, today I'm going to be talking about the practice of loving kindness. And I would like to begin with um, mind, just kind of a definition of mindfulness. Mindfulness is paying attention to the present moment, being fully present and alive here and now, on purpose non-judgmentally. Mindfulness asks us, am I awake at this moment? Mindfulness practice means that we commit fully to being in the present moment. And the other half of that, <clears throat> mindfulness is not passive. Because the other half of that is to respond to any situation with compassion. And Eckhart Tolle says, if you get the inside right, the outside will fall into place. I just, I love that. And so mindfulness is one wing of the bird and loving kindness is the other wing. <clears throat> and Rumi says, with love as short as a half breath, don't plant anything but love. The Chinese calligraphy character for mindfulness is a present heart or heartfulness. And I just heard, um, <clears throat> um, I think his, his name passed <laughs> me now, John Kabat-Zinn. I heard him say last week, I listened to him a lot, and he said, if you don't, he would rather prefer the word heartfulness than mindfulness. And, you know, I like that. I get that. This present heart is, is our love in action. 
because love is who we are in the end. That's all we end up with. It's our true nature, which is consciousness and love itself. In loving kindness, we are cultivating a relationship with ourselves and with others. If we do not know how to love ourselves, we cannot take care of people we love. Loving oneself is the foundation for loving another person, and that is from Thich Nahan. And a good example of loving kindness is when <clears throat> the Dalai Lama came to the United States and held the conference in a big um, hotel in Arizona. And before he left, he wanted to say thank you to every employee, not just a few. You know, he wanted the dishwashers there, housekeepers, um, everyone. And he just went down the line, and every person was special to him, you know? Now that is an act of, of loving kindness. One way to grow in this loving kindness is to practice metta. Metta, translated from Pali, means love or loving kindness. So again, those two wings of the bird. You have to have mindfulness to just be present and to be aware with that non-judgmental attitude. And in order to bring metta to oneself and to others. The foundation of metta, and the Buddha talks about this, is to know how to be our own friend. To really be a friend to ourselves. And I know I've gone through periods where I was not for a long time a friend to myself. That's been taken a lot of work in my life. And the practice is as old as mindfulness of the breath. It's been, <clears throat> it's been with us for a long time. And it helps us develop that potential to fully love ourselves and others. And let's be honest, we're not always connected to our own hearts. And what happens is when we're stressed, when we're anxious, when we're afraid and angry, that survival will kicks in. So what do we do? We just kind of armor the heart, okay? And <clears throat> this, is, this practice is an opportunity to just be aware of that and just open, open the heart. 
So we get in the habit of not being open-hearted and real. And when we are open-hearted, we discover what brings us happiness. And as a result of bringing us our own happiness, we want to extend that happiness to all. We set an intention. Loving kindness is about, is about an intention for ourselves and then others. And actually setting the intention is enough. It's not this long, it's again, it's coming from here where the, you know, the transformation takes place. And with the practice of metta, one can experience the softening of the heart and great peace as well. Studies show that people who practice loving kindness become much happier. We are able to turn down that volume of self-judgment and criticism and be kind, be kind to ourselves and to others. And many people who start this practice find that it's, some people say, oh, it's just so mechanical, it's phony, it's weak, it's a sign of weakness or self-centeredness. So even if you don't feel it right away, you know, it's almost like everything. Got to start somewhere. It may feel somewhat mechanical, but my experiences as I do it, because I, 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 when I started, I just did what I was, you know, the practice, and and um, as you do it, you just find you do it more because it's so easy. It is so easy to see someone in the supermarket. And just say, may he be happy. May she be happy. We don't know these people, but you're just extending that. And of course, <clears throat> it's, of course, we like to start out with ourselves because, again, <clears throat> making friends with oneself and loving oneself comes first. We just, and I had to do that a lot because that, I didn't, I didn't love myself. And it's been a process. And I just randomly do it. You can randomly do this practice anywhere you are. doesn't matter. It'll just come. You can see someone and you just say, again, the intention. What is your intention? Or you can actually do it in a formal practice. Maybe the last five minutes of Zazen, <clears throat> you can just do this metta practice. Or you just take five minutes after 
informal, formal, you know, whatever works for you. What's the practice like? As any mindfulness practice, we first connect with our body. We just get right into the body, calm the body, just breathe into the body. And of course, the big question we ask ourselves is, how do I feel right now? Now, this is not only for loving kindness. Learn to ask myself that many times in the day. How do you feel right now? What's going on right now inside? So we begin to practice direct metta, first of all, to ourselves. You can only start changing yourself before you direct this method, extend it to others. Next, we, we, we extend it to somebody who we have, we really care for. Um, and this can be anything from a pet to a spiritual teacher. Or maybe it's somebody that's, that's passed away anyone that you have um, great respect for. And then next we direct it to someone neutral. Maybe it's the person that you walk your dog and you pass them often, but you just, you know, greet them, but, but that's it, a neutral person. And then next, a little more challenging, we direct metta to somebody we have difficulty with. Maybe we're just <clears throat> angry with, have a resentment with. And this, of course, may take a lot more metta. <laughs> and this is where, though, that conditional love unfolds into unconditional love as you keep repeating those phrases. And lastly, we direct metta to all beings, wishing well to everyone. Again, It can be just a simple phrase, may you be happy, may I be happy, may all sentient beings be happy. When we grow in love, our heart softens. And I know this because this is my experience with this practice, this the softening and the opening of the heart. And you become more patient and you become more caring with others as a result of this. If you just, if it just, it, what happens is, of course, like any practice, it takes a while. 
but then you naturally just do it. it just, for me, it's just kind of a natural thing to do. We are also, we become less reactive and less judgmental of ourselves and with others. You know, people, they misunderstand the power of love. Power of love, it, wow. We just don't realize what love alone can do. As Martin Luther King says, <clears throat> love is the only force capable of transforming an enemy into a friend. When we grow in love, we are returning to our true nature. There's a story of a rabbi <clears throat> who used to teach in the Jewish mystical tradition. And a student asked him why the rabbi always used the phrase, on your heart. And the rabbi said, only the divine can put the teachings in your heart. Here we recite and learn and put them on the heart, hoping that when the heart breaks, they will fall in. <clears throat> so love is not a small thing. It has enormous power. And it's also an act, an act of bravery. You know, it's, it's again, um, if you have resistance, you just keep doing it. You trust the process. You trust the loving, the metta process. That if you keep doing it, the heart will soften. And we also remember no hurry. This can take time. It's the repetition. And it's, again, back to what your intention. It doesn't really matter what those phrases that you put out there so much as you know what your intention in your heart is. That's the most important thing. And we also have to remember we can't, we don't hurry love. We don't hurry this. We just keep practice, practice, practice. It is love that leads beyond fear, loneliness, and separation. The late Hindu guru Neem Karoli Baba, who was Ram Das's guru, said, You don't throw anyone out of your heart. One of the most powerful healings in our life can come as we learn to live this truth. Don't throw anyone out of your heart. And you know, I've had experiences um, 
I have this our, this neighbor <laughs> who's a little challenging. And, you know, she has... <clears throat> I really, um, when I talk to her, I like to kind of keep it superficial because she wants to tell me about what all the neighbors are doing. You know, this neighbor's getting a divorce. And did you know that someone... And, I learned that, and so every time I talk to her, hi, how are you? <laughs> but she's also been, um, she hasn't been very nice to, I had some, some workers outside, and she made, um, she made one of the women cry. She was very mean to her, and I, you know, of course, that really touched me, and, and there's always been this conflictual relationship, and I started to do metta. I would go outside when I do my walk in the morning, and I would bring metta to her all the time. And it was just such, I could, I could let that go and just know, again, my intention. You know, I don't want that in my heart. I do not want that in my heart. And it was really a, really, it worked. <laughs> you know, and again, if it's mechanical, you just keep doing it. It's like everything that we try. And then gradually we see the results of it. So I would like to just take, um, you know, maybe five minutes to kind of show you the, the formal side of the practice of actually doing it in meditation. And of course, like I said, you can do it anywhere. Just if you see someone, what anyone, you just give them this, this metta. So I'm going to set my timer. And... And if you'd like to sit comfortably and relax and release any tensions you may have in your body, you can keep your eyes if you'd like to. Keep your eyes at an unfocused gaze, or if you'd like to close your eyes. And just take a few moments to feel the breath. The inhale and out of the breath. And silently or in a whisper, I will give some phrases. And you can always change these phrases if they're not <clears throat> right for you. I will repeat the phrases, and you can repeat them after me inside. And take your time. 
and open yourself to any images and feelings that arise with the words. May I be safe. May I be healthy. May I be happy. May I live with ease. May I be safe. May I be healthy. May I be happy. May I live with ease. Let's pick someone, that neutral person that we see, maybe daily, supermarket clerk, male person, person walking their dog. May you be safe. May you be healthy. May you be happy. May you live with ease. May you be safe. May you be healthy. May you be happy. May you live with ease. May you be safe. May you be healthy. May you be happy. May you live with ease.
And lastly, let's give this metta to all beings, all sentient beings who truly need our loving kindness. May all beings be healthy. May all beings be safe. May all beings be happy. May all beings live with ease. May all beings be safe. May all beings be healthy. May all beings be happy. May all beings live with ease. If the words seem mechanical, don't worry. What most matters is your intention to awaken loving kindness. Thank you.